Hey guys, it's Dave DeFord. Join me and my buddy Seth Partnow and Mo DeKeel every Friday right here on the Athletic NBA Show for Nerder She Wrote, a podcast that attempts to look at the cutting edge of the NBA and the sport of basketball. Whether it's sports science, a deep dive on X's and O's, tales from the video room, or the next big thing in analytics, you can find it all every single Friday on Nerder She Wrote right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Every Thursday morning, after a long night of Wednesday playoff action, just waiting for you in your podcast feeds as you wake up, it's Point of Contention. On the Athletic NBA Show as a part of the Athletic Podcast Network, it's myself, Zach Harper, teeing up the toughest topics and questions to Marcus Thompson and Ethan Sherwood-Strauss with Jade Hoy producing every Thursday. Subscribe to the Athletic NBA Show. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to give you some of the craziest and most hard-hitting theories and takes of playoff action possible. And you'll get point of contention right in your eardrums. In fact, if you don't like it, We'll have a point of contention for you right here on The Athletic. Want an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news and trends in the NBA? Listen to the NBA Daily Ding podcast Monday through Friday. Wake up and turn up the NBA Daily Ding to stay informed on all things NBA here at The Athletic and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Athletic NBA Show. Monday through Friday. On The Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hating. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. That's Jade Hoy producing. Coming up on the show, round two is underway. We got firings and hirings. We got playoff pandemic P. We've got the Ben Simmons conundrum and. LeBron James is mortal? I think it's over. There's a tease for about 35 minutes from now. In this corner, Bay Area legend, new home owner, author of two books about the Warriors dynasty, the one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, how much could the Bucks use one Bogdan Bogdanovich? They could certainly use him about as much as Ethan could use an iron on that collar, buddy. Oh man! I, don't I just shirt, look, sir? Don't I just look like classic Bay Area media like, right now? Oh, I should be man, working for the. I should be working for the Chronicle. <laughs> you need more like chili stains on your shirt, but I, yes. I, I wonder what is. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what uh, Giannis is like. How is he looking at Bucks management? Like, yo, man. I, right now, how he would be huge for them. He would be the difference, right? He, like, would. he would be incredible. Also, maybe, 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 uh, maybe someone should tell Giannis he's not Kobe Bryant. And maybe mm. played a little I differently. Think, I think Bogey would tell corner. him that. Like, <laughs> maybe, yeah, Bogey actually probably would tell him that. In this corner, Bay Area suburban legend, author of the book The Victory Machine, Ethan Sherwood Strauss. Ethan, in 30 seconds or less, please give us your Space Jam 2 trailer review. I was very impressed with the animation. And even if I believe that Space Jam 2 is the answer to the question nobody ever asked. Um, The animation was impressive. LeBron's acting seems to be limboing under the low bar of Michael Jordan's acting, but I reserve the right to judge later when I see the full movie, obviously. But I think that that Don Cheadle's really going to try to carry it, and it's going to be hard for him. That's my take on the trailer. 
you're impressed with the animation of an animated movie. Well, yeah. I mean, how else are you supposed to judge such things? They can be better or they can be worse. No, it's it looks lit. fancy. Come on. Come on. It it's looks kind of popular. Go yeah, watch Space Jam lo- 1 and you'd be like, okay, somebody got some money now. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks fancy. I think that's why they I mean, it's an awkward topic to discuss, but I think that's why they made uh, Lola Bunny more normal uh because with how it's nearly CGI, oh. it would be too much, you know? It would be too much of an issue that you could maybe get away with with the old animation. So so but, you're saying Lola Sexy is abnormal? I'm saying that it would look it would be too much for people. It would so be you're too much for people. Voluptuous women, aka black women are abnormal. <laughs> I mean, that's going in a whole direction that was never really <laughs> broached in that instance. My main it, theory, it and it it's a theory everybody agrees with, but my main theory, uh, it's a theory everybody agrees with, is that they stopped showing the Lola Bunny midriff because the animation got too good. I think everybody can agree with that. It's obvious. Everybody knows this. Everybody. Well, let's hop to it, Jade. Start the clock. It's round two. Fellas, it was certainly a very entertaining round one of the NBA playoffs. Lakers were shocked. Shocked, I say. In six games by the Rising Suns, Luka and Kawhi went down to the wire. We had the emergence of Trey Young as a real superstar. There was so much good basketball. And now, looking at round two, the Nets and the Bucks series has been all KD and Kyrie and Blake Griffin with James Harden going down early in game one with a hamstring injury. Giannis is getting destroyed in game two and to boot, the NBA put the whammy on the old Nets countdown clock, mocking Giannis's dragged out free throw routine. No fun at all. By the way, Giannis, you suck at free throws. Speed it up a little bit. See if that helps you. The Nets are 2-0 in this series, which at times leaves you wondering if the Bucks belong on the same floor. The tenure of Michael Bartholomew Budenholzer, I made that middle name up, is on the clock, fellas. So, Marcus. Why does that fit so well if you just made it up? Perfect. It does, doesn't it? Is there any chance I- left for the Bucks in this series? Chance to not get swept? Yeah. They, Whoa. They got a fight chance to, to not get swept. I mean, this is there's a fundamental problem that they just can't solve inside of a series. It's Mike Boonhoser, right? Like, there's nothing to make you think he's going to change. And you know what? And Giannis, too. And Giannis. Those two are conspiring to literally amputate their chances. Like, this dude running bringing the ball up the court and running offense from the top is a complete disaster. The the, the whole issue, and I've said this many times, you're not going to shut down the the Nets. It's not happening. If your philosophy is we're just going to D these dudes up, you're done. You have to score with them. And they already are starting with this inability to score. They just can't do it. Giannis is like, yo, I'm about to do. And, and then Chris Middleton swear he's Kevin Durant. Like he's he feels the pressure of like yo we got to get buckets on these dudes I got you it, it it doesn't work they're not running anything so they don't have a chance in hell to win this series but eh, they might they might they might save face and get a game Woo. Ethan 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 this Bucks team could score in the regular season and they could score last round against the Miami Heat but against the Nets the team that's supposed to have no defense. They are a struggling. 
I thought you were going to intro it with What the Buck. That was a classic Zach Harper intro slash segue. Um, also, I looked too at, predictable. That's what you thought. And that's perhaps that's not no, exactly, he had his, you know, you know what? The pace is too slow. Uh, Ethan, they should be called the mill run key <laughs> bucks. Of course. By the way, I just looked it up. We'll fix that in post. Mike Budenholzer's uh, middle name is Vincent, which fits as well perfectly. Mike Vincent Boonholzer. Um, I agree. I have the same take everybody has. What the hell is happening? Why are they just dominated by Blake Griffin's rim protection? Uh, the strange passivity of Giannis. I'm not saying that it's easy. I think we all do this thing when we see somebody who's seven feet tall and crazy athletic and has a handle. We just go, you should dunk it every time. But at the same time, we, we know what it looks like when Giannis is actually probing and attacking and what game two looked like, which was not that. And it is mystifying. And it looks just it, it looks like he is checked out in game two. It really did. I'm not saying he was, but that's what it looked like. And so I think it's not just about Budenholzer, as Marcus was saying, although Budenholzer probably needs to make some adjustments um, and and do a better job all the way around. And they need to stop taking so many quick threes. But a lot of it's got to be on Giannis. He's a superstar. He has more power than Budenholzer has. He's dribbling out the clock like Jarrett Jack circa 2013. There's a reference everybody on this podcast gets. Wow. You know it's true. Right you know there. it's true. I don't know why he's doing it. It doesn't make sense. Maybe there's an explanation, but it's, it's the just schemes. Seems That's why he's doing it. It's the scheme. One of the reasons. One of the reasons why I don't write them off just yet is because they're hurting themselves so much, and it seems like they can get going. No, in they're a good not. Direction. They're not hurting themselves. Kevin Durant is hurting them. Oh, he's he's killing. Ooh. Kyrie he's killing Irving him. is hurting them. Joe yeah. Harris is hurting them. Mike James is hurting them. Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin is hurting them. Like they're getting hurt everywhere. It's just a death by a million cuts, and they don't have an answer for KD. Bottom line, period. They do not have an answer for KD. And even if somehow they, they, they manage to get back in the series, they watch don't James have a, Harden come back and take it they, all. Take it all away. Yeah, they don't have an answer, but there are degrees. Like some options are worse than other options. It does seem like as much as we talked to PJ. Tucker that he's too slow to stay with him. Uh, maybe we wouldn't have thought so. Coming there was off a time, Achilles. though. There was a time yeah. where PJ could, the, though. And, and Drew Holiday, too small to contest. Yeah, when, K, when KD had still had that ruptured Achilles, yeah. that was the time where PJ <laughs> Tucker could stay with him. <laughs> when, he was, when he was sitting what? on the floor at when Scotia Bank Arena, that was the time that PJ what? Tucker could really get in there. Um, although PJ Tucker did some yeoman's work in that in those two Warriors Rockets finals, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it seems like Middleton's probably the best option, right? And uh, I would have said that Giannis is the best option, but man, Katie smoked him on a few of those possessions. I don't know what's going on. A lot of it does seem like it comes back to Giannis, and he needs to lock in and just play a better game, and then you can get some momentum. And we haven't even really talked about Harden. I mean, that's the most impressive aspect of what the Nets are doing, but it's also perhaps what gives the Bucks a little window into getting back in the series, his absence. Yeah, they've got, I mean, game three becomes the must-win situation again, right? And we've seen this team in this situation, Zach. Have we not? <laughs> have we seen it? Oh, in a must-win? <laughs> we have. We've seen this team. So something has to change dramatically. The, the, the odd part is I do think they have some answers. They're just not using them. Number one, like, how about you just let Drew Holiday run point? How about that? How, how about... What an amazing <laughs> idea. Just let what? him run point guard. 
Let what? him run point. The, the guy who the guy no, who the man, Nets don't like, have the personnel it, to stop. Yeah. Let him run point. Oh, amazing! <laughs> it's got to be Giannis Jack, man. Giannis Revolutionary. Jack, yeah, like just let him run point. I don't understand why Giannis can't do what he what he wants to do from the wing or from the elbow. Why does it have to be? I'm bringing it up. I'm like, I don't. It's, it's this team is so frustrating. They're way too good for this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it might result in a Mike Budenholzer coaching change. In fact, take two. You're fired. Wait. You're hired after just one season on the job. And in his first season as an NBA head coach, Nate Bjorkren has been fired by the Indiana Pacers just for the slight problem of everybody hating him. Bjorkren went 34 <laughs> and 38 after leaving the Raptors so where he was an assistant under Nick Nurse. It's not my... I didn't make them hate I'm him. According to ESPN, Pacers to management... People met with Bjorkren on Tuesday to discuss his future and ultimately decided that the disconnect between him and the veteran locker room with playoff aspirations had created an insurmountable gulf. Meanwhile, Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports tweeted yesterday, Indiana Pacers expected to take a look at former Portland Trailblazers coach Terry Stotts. Stotts was recently let go by the Trailblazers last week after nine years at the helm. Jade hit me with that nine times. So far this semester, he has been absent nine times. Ethan, the age-old question, to Stotts or not to Stotts? I think Stotts is a good option, but something else needs to change within that organization because they had a perfectly good coach in McMillan before, and he got run out of there. And then you replace him and then you run the next guy out of there. And it seems like perhaps ownership and management needs to back whoever's there because they don't have a LeBron James. They don't have a superstar, whatever these guys are, are grousing about. And some of the grousings might be correct. You know, we're not we're not within the organization, but it seems like there needs to be a firmer backing of whoever they put in that position uh, for them to get in some kind of direction, because again, they've already they, they've ran at least one guy out who went to another team and instantly flourished and looked like a coach of the year candidate. So that to me suggests that their problems might run deeper than whoever's holding the clipboard. I don't know, Marcus, uh, when it comes to the Pacers, I feel like the last two years of letting DeMontis Sabonis be a baby when it comes to the coaching has, has worked out well for them. I mean, it, the it got him to the it got him to the play in game. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. What more do you want? <laughs> you beat out Chicago <laughs> to get into the playing tournament. Lower the bar. You probably won't do it next year. <laughs> I think Stotts is good because clearly uh, they need some kind of like, they need somebody to walk in that locker room and say, hey, I, I know what I'm doing. I can get you to the playoffs, right? I, I've done this. Uh, Miles Turner, listen, I've coached Damian Lillard way better than you. You listen to me, right? <laughs> right? Like, li- listen here, fellas. You know they they kind of need it's they like, kind of need somebody like it's that. It's like Shaq. It's like Shaq coaching, <laughs> right? Like. They they need somebody to come in there with some sort of gravitas and say, "All right, we're gonna do the hard work of turning us from trash to a pretty good basketball team." And I think Stotts can do that. Um, I mean, it's only two routes to go, right? Start over, find some new young hot guy and figure out go from there. But you, you should only do that if you're like turning over the whole roster, right? Like if you're going to do that, like start over completely. But if they're going to keep Karis and Miles and Sabone, right? If they're going to keep this core together, they need somebody that that core can rock with. And Stotts is a good coach, man. Like he's, he's a solid NBA coach. There's no harm in hiring him again. 
Well, they have they have a lot of talent, Ethan, right? But I'm not sure how much of that talent actually fits together. Mm. It sounds more like a Kevin I mean, Pritchard problem, is what you say? <laughs> oh, how imagine that? Huh? Oh, this coach didn't work. That coach didn't work. What if the next coach doesn't work? Maybe it's a roster you put together. Neil, Neil's going to call Kevin yeah, Pritchard was, like, I, hey, man, I'm telling you, hire Stotts and everybody will blame him. <laughs> I was just trying to run through my mind. Like when you said a lot of talent, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I was thinking to myself, compared to what? Like compared to who? Do they really yeah, have Washington? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> all you got. Like Brogdon, right? They got Brogdon. They got TJ Warren when he's healthy. Karis LeVert, Demontis Sabonis, Miles Turner. Like those are they, all. Those are five good they got players. Two Holiday Brothers. Come on, man. They got some talent. Two, two Holiday two. Brothers. They got a McConnell. Yeah, he <laughs> got a McConnell. <laughs> That's, that's, that sounds McConnell. like a great grill, right? Like, hey man, you got the you got the new McConnell grill? Like, yeah, yeah. Are you barbecuing this weekend? Yeah, man, I, I got, got a McConnell. McConnell. Oh shit! Bring I wish McConnell was. I wish McConnell was killing it. I wish McConnell was killing it. Is KD back in the day? Uh, in the Warriors situation and you know maybe we didn't talk enough KD but I remember he he was such a believer in if you do right if you play the game you you could achieve anything and he he even said that to me and I said I don't think I could make the NBA under any circumstances and he said you know sure you can look at Yogi Ferrell <laughs> wow like, I feel like McConnell I was about McConnell to be like what's that to do with <laughs> yeah like Yogi wow. Ferrell catching a stray on a McConnell conversation but yeah Goodness. Maybe we bleep. Maybe we bleep that name out, Jay. Nah, I don't want to get aggregated. I don't want to be the next Jay Williams. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Isn't that you the mean, perfect isn't cover? Jay Williams, the next Ethan. You Strauss? say something to somebody in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jay Williams. Oh my God! Can you imagine falling from grace like that to go from you know former Duke superstar? TV host to the next Ethan Strauss. That's the oh. I feel bad for that guy. What a fall from grace. <laughs> so, uh, so do, is there hope for the Pacers? They're in the East. Uh, of course there is. Yeah. There you go. All right. You know who they need? Who, who's on the Who's on the heat, bitch? I feel like people don't pick off the heat, bitch, enough. What do you mean? Like, just who can they yeah, grab? Yeah, I'd be trying to grab, like, <laughs> My, Spolster's Myer, people. Myer, Myers Leonard well, is available. <laughs> no, not, not well, like... Not like <laughs> Into the bitch. I'm talking about the coaching bits. Oh, oh, oh the coaching. Okay. No, 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 oh, no, Chris you Quinn. Don't, you know, <laughs> Chris Quinn. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Juwan Howard I mean, got Juwan poached. Howard you know? got poached to Michigan. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah. At this point, I'm taking UD. Yeah. Like, yo, bring it. <laughs> bring. There's sure. always some dude in the G League who who's killing it. I mean, the G League coaches have had a pretty good track record. Yeah, I think um, this roster will definitely respect a G League coach. I just feel like it you look like at the teams. Why, why is this roster? Well. What is that? Is it a? I don't know if it's a Sabotis thing, but it, where does this roster get off? That's what I'm saying. You know who? And who that's died a great question. question. It's a Excellent great question. question. Yeah how do you, how do you get off complaining about the things you complain about? Speaking of, take three playoff P does it again. Oh, if man. game not, one was any indication. <laughs> Clippers Jazz looks like it could very well go seven games on Tuesday night. Donovan Mitchell exploded for 45 points, 32 of those after halftime in a 112-109 victory, a game that went down to the wire. Mitchell took full advantage of the lack of rim protection by the Clippers, a team perhaps feeling a little gassed. Coming off a dramatic series win against the Mavericks, they've played in three different cities over the last five or six days. 
Kawhi Leonard put up 23 points on nine of 19 shooting while Paul George had a terrible night connecting on just four of his 17 attempts. And by the way, was basically shitting himself every time he got the ball in the fourth quarter, which doesn't seem to be a topic of conversation too much. He looked frightened. My favorite moment of that final sequence in which Marcus Morris ended up with the the ball in the corner against Rudy Gobert is you can see Paul George pretending to call for the ball, knowing that Kawhi couldn't see him acting like he wanted it. It was amazing. George was heckled by the fans with chance of playoff P and overrated. Jay, play the tape. And still enough time for the Clippers. You get this one credit to a two-possession game. So, Marcus, are you going to defend your guy, Paul George, who was then complaining about the officials in a game in which he shot 10 free throws? And how do you see this series playing out? I I do think this is going to go... This is going to go deep, right? Like, Utah's good. And I, I know they get a lot of shade, right? And people kind of like, you know, thought like whatever playing team was going to beat them, you know, Ethan's favorite playing team. But it just wasn't going to happen. This team is this team is deep. And they're a little bit tougher than people think. With Who that, thought the playing team was going to beat Ethan them? I mean, Ethan thought the Warriors was going to get in and beat them. I, I don't know if it was actually this Ethan, is, is, but, you know. It was like the thousandth Marcus Strawman of uh, these people. Like, oh, the Warriors will get in and they'll beat Utah. If they, if they, <laughs> I wish we have we we need one of those TNT boards where we put the post-its yeah, right, up. Right, yeah. I just want to do it for Strawman. <laughs> just say we need a straw man in the background of this show and keep taping post-its to it. Look, the Warriors are going to right. They're going to beat the no, Jazz. I just was like, no, they're not beating the Jazz. The Jazz, the Jazz are really good, and I, I do think yes. the Clippers retire. My only. I'm defending you, Paul George. Like, I got your back. I think you played excellent. Well, it's easy to do in the playoffs, apparently. But, but. Oh, oh my God. Ouch. You, 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 sometimes you just got to relax, yo. You just got to fall back. You know, just, it's, it'll all yeah. be over the next day. You don't need to explain. We we, we could have came out and said, dude, you played 90 minutes in game six to seven. You, you, he, he's been plus when he's on the court the last four games before this one, right? He was tired. He's playing both ends. His assist numbers were good in the last series. Like, he was playing a better floor game. I think it's smart for him not to be like, oh, I'm going to take over in the fourth quarter. That's not who he is. So he'll get back. He'll find the center again. They'll get their legs. It's all good. It's not. This is not playoff P melting again. This was. They went up against a really good team. And it's going to be a dogfight, and they need to be prepared for the long haul. And Paul George will play well. He also had 10 rebounds, don't forget. He made four shots. Yeah, he struggled shooting the ball. There's no he had two assists, that. four shots, and he got torched on defense like everyone else on that team did. The listener can't see how big Zach's eyes got when he said he, he made four <laughs> shots. It was. Uh, I'm with Marcus, I, I think, in, in a lot of ways in that – the issue for Paul George is the missing of shots, but it is also more so perhaps the curation of persona and public image and this struggle that he has right now where it's like a it's like a finger trap where the more you struggle, the worse it is. The more you try to explain, the more you blame external factors. Just the say, more you I'll be attribute. better. I got to be better. Like, what's wrong yeah, with that? That's, that's the, really I gotta all be you got to thing. That's, that's all, he that's can't all you got to do. Just let it go. He has to find an excuse. It was Doc Rivers' fault. You know, I already seen that episode of Bar Rescue when it, before the game. Like, you know, oh, the sun was in my eyes. The air conditioning was too cold. Like, it's always something. The refs, the refs, the refs. It's always something. You know why Kawhi Leonard doesn't get shit when he plays poorly? Because he doesn't say shit. Ever. That's the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, Chris Paul, it was surprising when he was uh, citing the Scott Foster stuff because he's a good example and he doesn't get credit for it, but he's somebody who never blames other factors when I've seen him in playoff series and some tough playoff losses. He puts it on himself. You mean and after I do the court, wonder, right? like when he leaves the court? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Once he's left yeah, the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, once he's left. Yeah. But I do wonder if the two are connected. I mean, is this too crazy? Is this just too sports writery fanish uh believing that we're watching a morality play instead of athletics to think that maybe the inability to accept culpability is connected with the missing of shots like there's something there if you were able to say it's me it's on me i need to do better that he would have an easier time doing better is that crazy to think that I mean, I think if he did do that, he would be responding to an internal standard. But I think what he does now is respond to external criticism, which right. which he always, shouldn't give it, a shit. It never, it never works. It never works for a player to be responding to what people say outside. The, like, o- the no. only time it works is when you go out there and you play so well that now they can't say shit. Yeah, that's, that's the it. only yeah. time it works. Yeah. And, and we he doesn't, and he hasn't done that, that yet. Like, it should be the player. Or, or the only time it works is, is when you are a basketball prodigy like Kevin Durant. That's really the only time it works, right. I, I think. Otherwise, but Durant, Durant otherwise, ain't really out there getting buckets to, to shut up Zach Harper, though. He's just the... Like, he's no, he's just, what he just, that's what he does. Yeah, he's just like incredible. Like, I, that, yeah. for me, if, if Paul George just said... I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on defense. I'll attack when my spots are there. I'll be a distributor. I'll be a playmaker. I'll be a ball handler. It would be just fine. Like I don't know why this yeah. there's this desire to say, oh, okay, I got to go out and get thirty. You got Kawhi. You'll get thirty here and there, but generally yeah. speaking, defend, play smart. Like that's what he was doing at the end of the Dallas series, and it's fine. It's oh, it's great. Yeah. It's it's just it's a it's almost a misread and it's understandable. I think we all get defensive when we come up. I mean, short. he's only going to do, do that when he comes to the Warriors, right? He won't be scoring thirty, <laughs> of course. <laughs> he won't need to, but he'll know his role in the Warriors. But no, we all do this. We all get defensive when we don't do what we wanted to do. But it doesn't help you in the end. It seems to try to talk the public out of being mad at you. I mean, he's not. Uh, a rhetoric he's not cicero he's not weaving a spell on us or we go you know what that pretty pretty good pretty good for four shot game by paul george it should be noted though he did hit one big shot in that game to get them in position i mean he did he did do one let's throw a parade maybe let's throw a parade yeah (laughs) let's do it he also wanted no part of the ball almost every other possession in the fourth quarter but yeah no he hit that one shot let's go i'm just saying i'm just saying it should be noted for the record he has the capacity he has hit he has hit a big shot before, so it is strange. It has been a tragic career arc uh, for him um, in some ways, even if he did come back from that devastating injury. And yeah, it almost seems like he's been chasing something that's been elusive, that he left the Pacers to find it, but he'd probably just be in better standing if he wasn't still there or if he was still there as a I just want to him to understand what he is is really good. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's you know, really good. Like, he's really good. Like, oh, yeah. So quit giving a shit whatever what everyone else that. says. Yo, you are really good. One yeah. of the best two-way players yeah. in the game and completely yeah. capable of having big nights. Like, you are really good. Don't don't worry about anything else. Like, he was plus 19, plus 17, plus 9, plus 10 against Dallas. Like, when he was on the floor... They were better for. Like he's really good. Like anything else, he he needs to not worry about. 
Yeah, it's not like he's Ben Simmons at the free throw line. Speaking of, take four! The Ben Whoa. Simmons conundrum over in the Eastern Conference. Ye old East. On Tuesday night, it was the Sixers evening their series with the Atlanta Hawks 1-1. Joel Embiid went for a career high in the playoffs of 40 points while playing his second consecutive game with a small lateral tear in his meniscus in that old right knee. Sixers won that one 118-102. Ben Simmons was stellar on defense, but quite impotent on the offensive side. Couldn't get up on offense. It was subbed out late in the game when the Hawks went to hack a bed. The Sixers had enough to get by in this one, thanks to Embiid in the bench. But one must be concerned yet again about the lack of offense from one Benjamin Simmons. Ethan, will the 76ers be able to survive this series if Ben can't have been there and done that offensively? So negative. I, I'm not this negative about Ben Simmons in this no, series. No, I'm actually very you know positive why? about him. I don't, I, Jade threw me under the bus and I just read the script and I made a couple alterations. You. But no, I like no, Ben Simmons quite a okay. bit. No, no. It's not a Paul George no, situation. I was, was going to be like, are we serious right now? <laughs> but go ahead. Go I mean, ahead. Look, 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 look. I, I agree the free throw thing is an issue, but that defense on, on Trey Young and throwing him on Trey Young, I mean, I think that's probably the deciding factor in the series. If I have to choose one and explain why I'm going to go with the Sixers in the series. And so as much as that's an issue that he's just going to have to work through and he's going to have to shoot better, and maybe these players are dealing with a little bit of shell shock now that fans are actually back. That's a crazy theory I might throw at the situation. A little return of the fan shell shock right there. Um, As much as they're going to have to work through that, I just think that defensive aspect of having that length entree and they're going to try to figure out what to do and how to get him different screens and try to free him up. But I just think that that was such a big factor and what allowed them to take over and lead much of the game in game two. So maybe we're focusing a little too much on the offensive end and not enough on the defensive end when it comes to Ben Simmons. Yeah, Marcus, I think um, taking the weekend at Bernie's version of Danny Green off of Trey Young and putting hey, Matisse oh. Thibault and Ben Simmons <laughs> on him was a brilliant move by Doc Rivers. What happened? You know, that I, I 1000%, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know what? I don't mind Ben Simmons not scoring. Like, it's going to get dicey in a close game when they go to hack a bend and you have to pull him off the floor. Yeah. And, you know, and now, like, this is the window for Trey Young to do his thing, right? So that's going to be dicey. But the way he's defending, the way he's uh, putting pressure on the early break, like, that's what you just want him to do. Defend, pass the ball, get transition. The real problem is, like, it works for the Sixers if the other people can score. Right, you just can't have two or three guys who can't score. And the way Danny Green is shooting—that's the—that's the real problem, right? <laughs> Danny Green like can't buy a bucket, and it, right. it, it's hurting them. And Shake Milton saved them, but I, I do think that's the bigger issue. He can't make a shot. Trey Young is torturing him. Like he's he's venturing into unplayable in the series, and he's he's gonna need to like he's gonna need to make shots, otherwise. They well, can't have him and Ben not being able to score. Yeah, thank God they only have the Nets to defend yeah. in the next round. Don't yeah. no, you can't do I, that. Well, no, the Hawks are enough. Like they go, they gonna go into like <laughs> shock if you start thinking about how they go guard the Nets. You got to do with Bogey and Trey yeah. and Herder and Collins right now. Yeah, 
and and the Hawks are a lot, but I just think that they they've they've got the they've got the talent to do it. And these playoff series, it really is a war of attrition. Guys get fatigued over the course of them, and I just think that's a lot of pressure on Trey Young. He's great. A star is born. He's so it's good. Fantastic to see. Yeah. But he's almost made Simmons, for the playoffs, right? Like it's almost like yeah, oh yeah. Like he's got that flair. Yeah. But to have Simmons, that constant pressure, and Thibel, and just the collective length of the Sixers, that's that's going to wear on a guy uh, who is not so experienced. And how could he be at age twenty-two? So that's why I think the Sixers are going to ultimately pull it out. Not that I know anything. I make picks every day for the Athletic. I don't give two thoughts to them when I pick these teams. I'll be honest. How's that? How are the picks kind of going? Are you doing well? Or are you doing poorly? He's clearly doing well, poorly. Doing, That's why he's saying not put anything into it. If he was doing well, well he'd be it's like, funny I'm because if I, if I was if I was, uh, it, it's like as a gambling record, it looks amazing because yeah, you just pick the number one seed against the number eight seed or whatever. But I think I'm last among my colleagues. Okay, I, I, I do. <laughs> All right. So the record. So it's like we're almost. It's one of those easy colleges where everybody gets an A, and I have the lowest A. Is what it looks like you right old now. A minus predictor. Get out of here. I know. Hey, are you picking no, these teams? Are you picking? I'm 100 percent so How far. How'd you get out of that? I don't know. <laughs> can't prove I'm not. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm 100. Wow, you picked that that Grizzly win over the Jazz. Oh, I knew it. That's no Donovan good. Mitchell. I knew that was easy. Easy money the, right there. The real question Absolutely. is: Can MB keep this up, yo? Like I thought he was hurt. Oh yeah, I think he can. <laughs> I keep thought it he up. was hurt. I think it, that's a mu- oh. <laughs> in this in this round, yes, because he seems to be angry that Clint Capello is guarding him. There's something yeah. going on oh, there. Yeah. I don't know what that dynamic is, but he does not like Clint Capella. Clint Capella brings that he, out of people, though, right? Like he just <laughs> he does. I kind of love. I kind of love Clint Capella. Oh, I love him. I mean, yeah. it's underrated that he talked all that shit to the Knicks and they smacked him up anyway. I mean, that's underrated. Because yeah, he knew they couldn't do it. He was talking to the Warriors, right? Like, remember, he was like Clint Capella. Yeah. Don't care. He's just talking. He, he will, I, he I, I I enjoy me some Capella, but I I feel for Capella in the series because he is overmatched against Embiid. I mean. People been making the observation. I like when people make observations about basic height and size. A lot of people are making the same one I noticed on NBA Twitter. Of, you know, like like Capella's big, but Embiid makes him look small. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to giant to people. Like that's how that works like a, in the NBA. Yeah, like a stretch four, huh? I yeah. I, from what I, I'm not a doctor. Caveat, caveat, caveat. But from from what I know, that type of meniscus, it's manageable. Um, it's not optimal. It's not ideal. But he looks like he looks like Embiid to me, man. I mean, he he looks pretty dominant. I think he's going to have his way on offense. Yeah, it's just it's important to remember that he is mortal. Speaking of take five, LeBron. Oh, this is audio medium, so it doesn't matter that I'm looking around, but I'm looking around nervously. LeBron mortal. It was a busy week for LeBron James, despite being ousted from the playoffs last week. The first time he has been jettisoned. In the first round, LeBron went to Instagram to post a video from the movie Gladiator. Jade, play the tape. And I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. LeBron added, quote, promise you I will. Count me out if you want to. Hashtag the man in the arena. (laughs) Hashtag the kid from Akron. Hashtag S. F G. There are a lot of Same questions. Giants? I don't know. I think he's a huge Giants fan. There are a lot of questions on what this team looks like next year, but it 
seems like the general consensus will be that they will run it back. Maybe not Dennis Schroeder. He seems to be out of there, but the injuries to LeBron and Anthony Davis were front and center to the Lakers demise. And there's been a lot of questions heading into next year about whether LeBron can stay healthy enough for another title run. So Marcus, how concerned are you about LeBron's health as he heads into next season? And give me some dramatic music, Jade. The final years of his career. Mm. Uh, I ain't worried at all. What? Not worried at all. He'll just adopt a new Kawhi method and everything will be fine. Rest 15 games a year. Pick your spots. Be ready at the end. And it's fine. LeBron will be fine. He wasn't the one who couldn't finish the series. It wasn't LeBron. (laughs) I mean, he wasn't 100% out there, but that's just an untimely high ankle sprain, right? LeBron will be just fine. I don't know about his teammates. Now, here's the real concern. Will LeBron James, the GM, show up this offseason? Because Mm. if he does, then he probably won't be fine. If he starts bringing back all his, you know, his, his usual suspects, but they, they've, they've got to help him. They've got to prepare for the fact that he's going to sit out 15. He should sit out 15 to 20 games a year. Like the dude is, he's, he's older. Are we sure he's the guy who needs to sit out 20 games a year? It might be his, no, teammate. his teammate. It might be needs to sit out half a year. Like he shouldn't play <laughs> until the calendar turns. By the way, can we talk about how funny it is? I love, dude, I love inside right now. I'm loving NBA and TNT right now. I just think that they're, they're hitting a great stride and it's familiar and it's funny. I just love Charles Barkley humiliating Anthony Davis, calling him street, street clothes, clothes laughing at him. Uh, I told you, the Lakers can't win this, 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 this series. Forget about the championship. They can't win this series without uh, street clothes. <laughs> I'm not even... You want to explain that? I call him Anthony Street Clothes Davis because he's always in street clothes. Street Clothes Davis, you know, the most prominent NBA commenter, most famous of them all. And then Anthony Davis goes out and plays, and Charles Barkley goes, man, he should have never played. (laughs) (laughs) He should have never played. What was he doing out there? I was like, I don't know, Chuck. Maybe you humiliated him and made him feel like he had to prove something. Just love, I love how he almost played both sides of it, which I don't think he did cynically at all. I think it was just Chuck being Chuck, but I, I found that to be highly amusing. But that's the guy who needs to take a rest. I don't know if it's you know, LeBron has been comparatively durable. I agree with you that they're going to have to load manage the situation, but yeah, he's looking real, looking real mortal. And I don't know how he's going to adjust to it. It's going to be weird. Like he's not going to imagine load an manage. NBA where LeBron is. Like imagine an NBA where LeBron's not a top 10 player, not a top 20 player, and maybe not a top 40 player, but he can still be useful, but he's still telling you to go and see Space Jam 3. When is this going to happen? Wait, what is this? What is this area where he is not a top four? How many years in the future is that? 10? 12 years in the future? I mean, I mean, where is he now? That's a good question. He's like a top two, three player in the NBA. Ooh, I don't know. That's why I think you need to arrest him. That's why I think (laughs) you need to arrest him. He was dominating by sleepwalking before the ankle injury. Like, he's going to be fine. What are you putting him at, Ethan? 
he's at least your top 10, right? <laughs> it's like one of those conversations. Four. You're an insane saying three. It's four. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, but there's this young generation, man, and they're on the rise, and they're not getting who? they're not getting worse. Giannis? I mean, who? Giannis who can't do anything in in, in isolation? Uh, you got your you got your Luca, you know. Ousted. I'd say KD's better than him. KD, I'm I mean, willing to listen to. KD, like, I'll K- listen to. Yeah. KD, I'll listen to. Yeah. I mean, look, 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 look. We can have these conversations when he returns and we see where he's at. But the fact that he's racking up injuries, because we're having this very strange conversation on how good he is, how durable you are, I think is a factor. That, that's and why I think you need to rest gonna, him. Make sure he heads into the playoffs yeah. healthy. Like he's that's what three thousand and twenty yeah. points away from tying Kareem Abdul Jabbar on the all time list. He's not so load managing until before that. Yeah, right. That's gonna add a I don't know. Will he get there by forty? Because he got he waiting on Bronny anyway. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean if he's re- if he plays you know, sixty games next year in like I don't know, twenty yeah, the year after add, that, like he'll probably add another extra season, it. right? Yeah, yeah. So nah, he's like, I, he's, by the way, he, can we say it, it's got to hurt to be ousted like that and have to promote the movie? I mean, this well, that's is a whole a, other that's conversation. the thing is that there was a tweet that went viral of him saying like, "Oh, Space Jam Two trailer." And someone quote tweeted saying, "The playoffs are on." Like, just a brutal, yeah, yeah. brutal <laughs> response, man. Oh, and they put together that whole uh, parody of the Last Dance uh, with, but it's about. You know, it's about Space Jam 2 and you just you got you had to think that they were hoping for a better result as the promotional vehicle for the movie. And I I mean, this is a total aside. I'm kind of fascinated by how that movie's going to do. I have no idea. A lot of people just want oh, their kids to watch great. cartoons. Oh, it's going to go you think it's it's crazy. Great. Yeah, it's I don't know is the it's thing. Coming out like when kid, it's, it's coming out when kids haven't been out to the, like, come yeah, on. It's, they're allowed to go to the the yeah, it's going to be nuts. Do kids know anything about the Looney Tunes? They know LeBron they will James. When their parents they know LeBron James. Yeah, That's all that matters. It's they gonna know LeBron go crazy, James. bro. Yeah. It's going to go crazy. This isn't Uncle Drew. This is going to go nuts. Like, this will make... I saw I saw Uncle Drew in the theater, by the way. I've never seen it. I never will see it. I have zero interest. It's like I, don't a, need to yeah. be, I don't need to see Nate Robinson in Old Face. Not too far. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Point of Contention here on the Athletic NBA show on the Athletic Podcast Network. Make sure you're subscribed to the Athletic. Make sure that you're checking out all the great playoff like coverage. We all Nick, were- Nick, 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 Kroll, Nick Kroll is funny in that movie, by the way. I'm, Nick Kroll is very fantastic. Funny I'll watch him in something else. And make sure. Is, okay, I'll tell you that my favorite line in the movie as to what you're saying is that the uh, the Uncle Drew team starts doing poorly and Nick Kroll is the villain goes, yeah, it starts high-fiving fans and says, old people are overrated. It's like, that I agree with. I'm out on old people. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you check out all the great playoff coverage. Leave a review on the old Apple podcast for this podcast and make it a five-star review. And you know what? In the in the reviews, as you leave five stars, give us a suggestion of a topic for next week. How about that? That's a way to juice the numbers. Yeah. yeah do that. For Marcus Thompson. Do that. For Ethan Sherwood-Strauss. For Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harbert. Keep it locked in on The Athletic. Uh, I told you, the Lakers can't win this this this, this this series. Forget about the championship. They can't win this series without uh, street clothes. <laughs> I'm not even...
You want to explain that? I call him Anthony Street Clothes Davis because he's always in street clothes.